Okay, there we go. Now we got the whole gang back. Well, when Ruben comes on. Yeah, where's Ruben? We need our leader. We need Ruben to get here already. Where's Ruben? Sorry about that, fellas. Had a little something to take care of, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, we uh, know. I don't, but okay, welcome. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> wow. Well, um, Ruben, we were lost without you, so we need you to yeah. start. Us yeah, off. we were talking about. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, how'd you guys rate the app? Like, what do you compare it to last episode? How, how would you rate it? Yo, I liked both the last two episodes. I thought this one was pretty good. Production did get their grubby little fingers on it, but it was still enjoyable. Okay, I wouldn't rate this one higher than the last one. Um, well, I, I did enjoy that they were, like, more on each other's ass this episode. It wasn't as smooth. I, I like that Tika got exposed this episode because I think that's been, like, needing to happen. I feel like it's setting up more interesting episodes going forward. Yeah, I, I liked that there was a lot presented in this episode because of, like, so many conflicting ideas of how that vote should go. I liked the episode before that more because that was just so exciting for, especially for us, talking about wanting that classic survivor. But I don't want to, I don't want to compare them because they're, they're both really good episodes. But I, I did enjoy this one, too. You can go right to the heart of it. I mean, you mentioned Tika being exposed a little bit. It was so interesting watching, you know, Franny piece that together and then be like, Danny, I mean, Danny was not having it. Danny was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but. And then Heidi also brought up, why would the orange people work with them? They just voted out Brandon. They really have to vote with Tika this vote. Yeah, orange is the enemy. And you can't just start firing at your friends first. Danny said, no way, Jose. He says he's trying to take shots at the family. I do think uh, it is super interesting to me that Franny didn't say Carson on who to take out, though. She said Carolyn Jam Jam. Maybe they didn't really think of Carson because he's just so distraught. Not distraught, but he is so... Uh, he's dying. Demor yeah, thank you. He's dying. He's dying. <laughs> I was trying to think of a deteriorating. That's the word. I yeah. Was Which was that all because of the peanut butter jelly sandwiches? Like he ate a couple of those bad boys and he was done for like the next, what was this? Like now three episodes in, it's always something different. Like he can't sleep. He's vomiting, he's right. starving to death. You, like, you, I, can't, I don't know. you can't 3D print his stomach out there. You can't, you can't prepare <laughs> for that. I, bet. <laughs> you can't. Uh -uh. I was a little nervous that Tika was kind of, it seems like Carolyn and Jam Jam are always teetering with each other and Carson's kind of the glue in that sense. But they still voted together. I like the Tika Alliance because they're not a perfect alliance. I think that's so fun about them. Tika gets away with murder, though, bro. Like, I'm shocked. They've controlled pretty much the last three tribals. Like, I thought at first that it was obvious. Like, they, like, everybody knew they were playing both sides. But the fact that Franny was, like, literally piecing it together, like, no, I think that they're playing both sides. Baby, they are. They've been playing both sides. And it's. I thought it was obvious. Apparently not, which is... Like props to them. Wow. Guys. Uh, it, oh sorry. I was I was just gonna say Franny is like I feel like Franny's gonna be final three. Is anybody else feeling that? I think so. They're, they're really giving her that edit. I could see her right up there with Tika. I, I'm excited to see her do well. It it was cool seeing them all look for the idol as well. Um mm -hmm. oh my god, can we talk about the rude Heidi edits? That whole idol searching thing, it was all Kane. And then it went to Danny, and Danny had the longest, I'm, I'm getting five pieces of firewood, now I'm going back. Hard work pays off. And then out of nowhere, Heidi finds it. And the way it's edited it literally makes you want to roll your eyes, be like, why the fuck did Heidi find it? Now, I will say, I mean, 
I've been digging Heidi from the start. I think this girl is the queen. I love her. But mm -hmm. again, like, why is it not any of her story? You know, she always feels like adjacent, even though she's clearly in a strong position. I don't believe that she's not giving like unentertaining confessionals. You're telling me they're so unusable that you, I have not seen like a plethora of Heidi confessionals. Like, come on. Like, You're telling me we needed to hear Kane mention Dungeons and Dragons again over whatever Heidi, whatever Heidi had to say. I feel like Jamie and Lauren and Kane were just like in this alternate reality with trying to figure out the knowledge of power and Jamie's fake idol, which like, I feel so bad for her. She's going to get wrecked by that <laughs> one day. Or maybe she'll win with it in her pocket. I don't know. <laughs> well, the no, idol's Kane, gone. Kane yeah, went Kane. home with her fake idol. Yeah. Which yeah. Is honestly, good. Like, I can't see another confessional of her talking about her fucking fake idol. It needs to just be gone. Let her feel bad about it. That that can be plot. And then she can find out that it was fake all along and it never How is she going to find out it's fake, though? Nobody knows but Matthew. And he isn't even on the jury. He is gone. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're gonna, they're, she's gonna find out watching the season and be like, oh. I'd be um, so mad. I, just, I would so hate mad. Matthew. If I'm Jamie, I'd be like, you're a real dick for that. Like, we're on the same tribe. Yeah, truly. And and she had a confessional about liking him or he had a confessional about liking her. Like something that was like super weird, wacky that he decided to just go that route with her. But um. I actually, I want to pose a question to you guys about this fake idol. Kane left with her idol. Do we think it's a good idea to give someone their idol back before you leave? In I don't front think of you're everybody? allowed to. You can't... Once, the, once the votes are read, I don't think you're allowed to. Really? I'm almost positive, yeah. Why? Weird survivor guess... rules. Well, I guess because you're no longer a part of the game, technically, so it would be like yeah. cheating, I guess. Bro, but it's their idol. I mean, but they could, like, honestly, though, they could sneak that shit real quick. Like, yeah, just, like, throw, she, throw, <laughs> throw it at like, their feet. <laughs> throw it at their feet. Holy shit. Like, you might as well. Like, yeah, when, take like, that right, final vote, out. I'd yeek that out my pocket. Now, uh, I guess with the game as it is and where everyone is at, like, positionally, let's say you're, like, Lauren, you know, you're on that side of the field. You just lost Kane, you know. What do you think is the next pivot for a player like that? Well, you're asking what would we do in Lauren's position? Yeah, like what would you do in Lauren's position if you're like on the other side of this dynamic? Bro, I'd vote out Danny. I'd work with Tika, vote out Danny, and then pull in already skeptical Franny and Heidi. You got four out of seven right there. Get rid of Tika, one, two, three. And if I'm Lauren, go to the end with Jamie, Franny, and Heidi. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I, I feel like somebody, one of you guys mentioned it earlier. I feel like it'd be smart for her to, you know, get in Franny's ear, who's already skeptical of Tika, and maybe try to get one of them out since they're kind of running the show right now. Yeah, I guess try to get Tika. Just yeah. pit pit them as the villains who are in the middle controlling everything, the puppeteers, and, and get them out. So they got to get out Jam Jam. If they were smart, they'd get rid of Jam Jam. He's not going to make it sad. He's not going to make it? I don't know. I got a good feeling about this, man. I don't know. Who the fuck? Other than Franny, honestly, who could win this game? Which non-purple person could win the game, truly? Oh, I, I don't see it for any of them. Like, not a to single the one of them. I got three words. It ain't happening. All right? <laughs> I, I, I'm on the Carolyn train now. My ship has sailed, and I think 
I, I think I just want Carolyn to win straight up. I've just liked her presence. I've liked her gameplay. I've liked everything that she's done. So yeah. then fuck it. Like get her, get her in the in the winner seat. And I love she, for Carol for Carolyn. I love that she had like she turned her like biggest weakness in the game into her strongest strength. Or that, that's that was the stupidest sentence ever. But you know what I'm saying? Like her strength now is that she is like you know quirky and like all over the place and like at first that was like something that people were turning away from her for and now they're like oh caroline we love you yeah we'll keep you around it was beautiful to see this episode oh yeah. that moment yeah. where she talked about her addiction and coming through and being able to have her son only know the recovery side of his parents mm-hmm. that was beautiful that almost brought tears to my eyes survivor never shows downtime at camp and i was so grateful they did that yeah, and it's nice that they are finding that downtime at camp to just be humans with each other. And I thought that was a really nice acknowledgement from whoever had that confessional saying that because you don't get that a lot. And it's and it's rare in a game where you have to, you know, be so be so mean to everybody that <laughs> you get to just get to learn about the best of people and not yeah. always the worst. Yeah. And they're just yeah. sitting around that fire talking about it like that that was that was really sweet i, I really like that scene give it up for this season they're doing great give it up for 43 or sorry 44 what the fuck should so. we say our mvps for this episode before we go absolutely my mvp i'll stand her to the end um heidi um but since i like her so much she'll probably lose because that's how my that's your track Ruben. record. That's my track. Ruben has been Heidi Gang, Heidi Gang strong. From the beginning. I love that like you're Heidi Gang strong and we're talking about MVP for an episode and you're still like, nah, it's, it doesn't matter what she does. <laughs> Bro, I don't she care. found she an idol. Me, motherfucking B. Yeah, you know, she did find an idol though. This was a good app for her. Yeah. That's, you think so? That's yeah, cool. I think so. What about you guys? Who's your MVP? I'll I'll go with Franny just because she pieced together something that nobody has been able to yet. And uh just props to her for being a one step ahead of the curve. I think my MVP is going to have to be Carson. He sat down with his Alliance members, saw that they both wanted something different and decided as a team what they're going to do. And you don't see that ever. So mad props to him. And the boy is literally dying. So good for him. True. True that. You know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to give it to a faction. I'm just going to give it to Tika three. Uh, I think, that, I think they, okay. they should share MVP. We love them. They're a three, we're a four, and we're all in this big alliance called life. So any <laughs> any uh someone give a give a final thought. And about... someone do the outro too. Is that appropriation? Because that's definitely like a tribal chant. Right? I don't know because like the show does it, but they, like I can definitely. The show does a lot of things. They've done it for twenty years. All right, I, I, it's not my fault. All right, 